Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Well, uh, that was um, something called a bhajan, I believe, even though it was used as part of a very, 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 very early Bollywood film from 1939. Uh, actually, it was called Saint Tulsidas, directed by Jayant Desa, and that was sung by Vishnu Pant Pagnis. It's on an album called Nostalgic Bollywood, which is lots of Bollywood music, no later than 1950. So it all goes from about 1939 to 1950, and it is very, very fascinating. That track, by the way, was called Turam Bhajan Ka Prani, which is a bhajan... Uh, praising the name of Rama, sing the name of Rama. Uh, before that, we were singing the name of Christmas, uh, Navideno uh, in this case, Boogaloo Navideno by Pete Rodriguez, uh, off an album called Boogaloo Navideno, which was out on Tico Records, which is a great Latin label from the 60s, and maybe creeping into the 70s. Um, but that was actually from 1967, and uh, he was saying Merry Christmas with that particular Killer Boogaloo. And before that, A Temporal by Lucretia Dalt, who is obviously uh, something of an auteur genius from Colombia. Uh, they say she has a fondness for the philosophical contemplation and concepts from her training as a geotechnical engineer often creep into her work. Hmm. But on this one, uh, what she does is she tells a story uh, centering on Preta, who's an extraterrestrial entity that arrives on this here planet, that's Earth, and confronts earthly conceptions of temporality, embodiment and love for the first time. Uh, I commend the whole album to you. It's called I, as in A-Y exclamation mark. And I also commend to you my guest, who has now crept into the room and although it's true that she hasn't been trained as a geotechnical engineer she has got a fondness for philosophical contemplation and indeed for playing the fiddle and living in Orkney here she is I'm talking about well perhaps you've guessed already Katrina Price hello hi Max how are you <laughs> I'm very well I'm particularly very well and relieved after I kind of throw that out into the ether, expecting Zoom to mash it up and not give me any answer at all. But you're there and it's great. And you're, you're in Edinburgh. I'm in Edinburgh, yeah. 
I've just come to my parents' house, hunkering down for Christmas now, which feels very nice. Ah, okay, that's good. Now, um, people will know you for all kinds of reasons. Just before we get into your solo work, um, well, they'll they'll know you a lot for Twelfth Day. How are Twelfth Day this Christmas time? Twelfth Day are very well this Christmas time. We are we actually were at our old school. Uh, well, the we were at St Mary's Music School. That's where we met in Edinburgh, and it's attached to the the cathedral, St Mary's Cathedral, who do a brilliant nine lessons and carols every year. So Esther and I were there last night, cracking out the descants, reliving <laughs> our youth. <laughs> So yeah, Twelfth Day's good. We've been working on new music actually um, this the past few months, so that's exciting. And what about that bunch of Orkney near do wells that you hang out with, Farah? <laughs> well, they're they're mad as ever. <laughs> they, I, I should probably include myself in that. Um, yeah, we've had a great year as well. We've been we released our, a new album at the end of August. It's called Energy Islands, um, which is inspired by the, the renewable energy revolution that's been happening up in Orkney over the last 20 years. Um, so that that was a joy. And we had some lovely times touring about and doing gigs all over. So it's been a great year, and 2022. I, I was just thinking about it there. It's been like the re-emergence after the, the pandemic. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. And and I have been playing at least a couple of tunes um, off the Farah album. So, um, as I think I told you, yes. Thank anyway, you so much, Mark. Anyway, um, but now uh, this is a legend of our own time because um, you have done something that you hadn't done before, which is release a solo album. And it's not just any solo album, is it? It's, as you call it, a suite in nine movements for nine musicians. So... Um, so how come you've decided to do something like this, which kind of, um, while, you know, you can hear the folkloric stuff flowing through it, um, it also embraces the classical musician that is you as well? Mm, yeah, so, <clears throat> well, yeah, Hurt, which is the album, it comes out on the 20th of January. Um, so I wrote the piece about three years ago now, just before... The, the old pandemic happened and it was a commission from Celtic Connections and um, they do this um, thing called New Voices it's like a series that happens every year where um, they commission three three people to write something new and the brief is totally open and you can have up to nine musicians so obviously I went for nine um, yeah definitely using the term solo loosely in this case um, but it was a great opportunity to sort of dive in and um, explore all of the different sides to um, the way that I like to make music and I guess explore what my own voice is um, out with my my uh, bands and my other projects. So it was a totally lovely thing, which I was, I've been wanting to do for years, but I think actually it was a good moment, you know, nice to have have some good experience in the bank before embarking on on something by yourself yeah i mean it, it seems a huge step forward to me and although you say it's not a solo um the creation must have been fairly solo i mean you know you could say that none of beethoven's albums are solo either <laughs> <laughs> 
but he wrote them on his own or so he claims and um yeah <laughs> you never know <laughs> so, so no that's not the point i'm making the point i'm making is you know you you have been sitting in various well it says uh, it says in the notes that you've been sitting in very lovely places uh, throughout the highlands and islands writing but nevertheless it's a bit like being in an attic a solo yeah. a solo creator yeah. banging their head against the table and saying oh should that be a g sharp or an f minor <laughs> totally it's do you know i was chatting to my pal about this the other day it's writing music by yourself is it's like, yeah, it's a very solitary experience, but it's also so restorative. Um, whenever I go away and do something like that, um, obviously it's work, but you come away feeling totally refreshed, just having all that quiet time to yourself um, and being able to make something creative in the process as well. It's it's a lovely thing, especially when you spend the other half of your time running about doing gigs and being very extrovert. It's nice to to go inward as well. Um, so I had a lovely time writing this. I went up to Orkney, actually. My friend, actually my old teacher, Douglas Montgomery, um, I must use the word former. He, he doesn't like it when I use the word old. Um, my former teacher, Douglas, um, he went oh, on holiday. So I got teacher. Oh, no, you can't say that. My far <laughs> former old teacher. <laughs> Hopefully he won't listen to this. Um, he went on holiday with his family. So I house-sitted, house-sitted, house-sat their house and wrote the majority of it or got the first ideas anyway there um which was lovely to do that in Orkney where with in the place that inspired the music and where the texts come from as well so um yeah kind of got the ideas there and then over the next few months hashed it out basically <laughs> so so tell us let us in a little to the vision of the piece what is the piece about and what does it draw on? So, um, that's not a big question after all. <laughs> so, <laughs> the piece is inspired by um, a bunch of different Arcadian literature, um, a really diverse set of literature. So, I was initially inspired by the wonderful George Mackay Brown, who's obviously probably our most prolific writer of the 20th century anyway and um very famous and I grew up around a lot of his his words and his his books around the house and stuff and I always wanted to do something with that um and then I kind of when I was when I went in for this commission and, and started looking at his work I, I really still it still really spoke to me but I was also thinking where are the other voices? Where are the other Orkney voices? This only gives one perspective um, of somebody, you know, of a certain time who was really into history and never really left Orkney that much, you know, um, which is amazing and so valuable. Um, but I wanted to take that and, and find other voices as well, which sort of gave us a bit more of a full perspective of all the different aspects um, of Orkney life and all of the, I guess, the the sort of non-stereotypical characters that you maybe wouldn't think about when you first think of a small island community. So I went away and, and did some digging and found, um, it was a lovely process of discovery for me, actually. I found some some people's work um, 
who I wasn't familiar with yet. Uh, and that's just been a total joy and um, really pleased with the the set that I found. Well, um, yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's a kind of complete step away in some ways from everything you've done, but in other ways, it obviously uses uh, a lot of the uh, textures, uh, rhythms, um, and kind of musical roots that you've been working with um, for a little while now. Um, but I, I'm kind of blown away by how much kind of bigger it is, if you like. Suddenly the world, your world, seems to have blown itself open. It's a bit like, um, you know, his dark materials and slitting, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with a subtle knife, slitting down and suddenly walking into another world. Uh, and which is very similar to the world that you've left, but you know. Anyway, I've I've got I've thought about how to play this on the show, and in, because it's a suite, I kind of think I don't want to play just one track at a time, and so I'm going to play them in. I'm not. I don't think I'll get through the whole album, um, but uh, at least a couple of times I'm going to play a trio of tracks. So, starting at the start, which is according to the sound of music, a very good thing to do. Um, uh, <laughs> so, well, you know, I live my life by Julie Andrews' rules, don't you? And, <laughs> and well, you know that. Anyway, um, sorry, I, I'm obviously slightly distracted. <laughs> well, that's what I like. That, that, that's it's what almost I like. Christmas, <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, so I'm going to play the first three tracks. Hurt itself. Uh, which I understand from your notes is means heart in uh, Orcadian Scottish, or is is there is there a difference right. between Orcadian and Scottish? So um, Orcadian is, I guess, a, a form of Scots, like a, a Scots dialect, uh, and it sort of different. We have quite a lot of different words because um, the Orkney di dialect comes from the old Norn language. Um, so there's there's a few. In there that you wouldn't hear in other parts of Scotland but yeah this is the only Orkney dialect poem that I set. I should have said earlier that the album is um, of the nine tracks it's six songs that where I've set poems to music and then um, two instrumentals that have been inspired by books and the ninth one's just a, a wee interlude. Um, so does that make nine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I think I think we're ready to set off on the journey here. So, um, oh, lovely. So this is hurt, yeah. followed by swans, followed by um, no such thing as belonging. very swinging part of the suite that is hurt we're listening with katrina price who wrote it um we're listening to her her album hurt which is a suite of nine pieces and we're listening to it so that we can connect them so we just heard the first three pieces hurt swans and no such thing as belonging 
And the first thing I'd like to say, Katrina, is it, it really is an outstanding piece of work. Um, and it kind of puts you somewhere where, unless you've been to Orkney, um, it's, it's like in a, in a new place, I mean, as a listener. I mean, I kind of felt that I'd just gone on a bit of time travelling there and you'd taken me back to some time on Orkney when everyone got together and danced to swing. Is that possible? <laughs> I don't actually know if that happened or not, but let's say it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, po that poem there, No Such Thing as Belonging, by Harry Josephine Giles, who actually I went to school with. Um, and uh, that one just really dictated, the music just kind of came out be because of the words. The, the words just really dictated the character of, of what the music should be. Um, I didn't kind of sit down and think, I am going to write a swingy thing. You know, it, it just sort of happened because of those incredibly humorous and, and cheeky words that Josie wrote there, um, which I just love. They're they're so brilliant and, and so um, they just really, they encompass what it's like to grow up on an island um, while sort of figuring out who you are, I think. Yeah, and um, no such thing as belonging is obviously something that occurs to you quite young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just trying to figure out um, what your identity is in, in a small community where, I guess, the, the sort of um, other smaller or smaller parts of, of the the community are even smaller than they would be um so it's maybe harder to find your people um so yeah i just love that love that poem so much yeah it is great particularly the bits about the yoga mat um and and, <laughs> and before that there was swans which has such beautiful harmonies um perhaps this is a good time to tell us about the other singers yeah, sure. So um, Swans is the George Mackay Brown poem that I used. And um, it starts with uh, a cappella trio, which is Esther, um, my duo partner in Twelfth Day, Esther Swift, and uh, Sarah Hayes, who is a wonderful singer, flute player and keys player. Um, if anybody knows Admiral Fallow, she is, um, she's part of that brilliant band. And... Um, then the other person is me. Um, and that was really fun to sing with, with Esther and Sarah, particularly, obviously Esther and I are so used to singing together, but it was so fun to bring in a third voice. There's something about three-part harmony, which is just so magic. And I really wanted to play with that in this piece. So the whole, um, the whole suite sees that coming back quite a lot, the three-part harmony thing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it is, well, I mean, four-part harmony is even more magic, probably. But the thing about if you're used to doing lots of two-part harmony and then suddenly there's a third part, it's like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, suddenly there's a new dimension that you'd kind of always been aware of, but you'd never actually stepped into. That's right. I mean, it, it's especially having three voices in, in a similar register, um, because you can explore the whole of that register at one time, and um, it's yeah, and obviously there's just more options for things to do with the chords and 
Um, yeah, I just really enjoyed that. And Sarah Hayes, she sings um, lead vocal on on Swans there. And um, then the lead vocalist on No Such Thing as Belonging, the last track you heard, um, is the brilliant Shona Aitken, who's a brilliant violinist and jazz singer who's based up in Glasgow. Um, so she she was actually on the project um, on violin initially, and, um, and she plays violin on it as well. Um, but then when that song came out sounding the way it does, I was like, well, this there's only one person who can sing that. And and it's Shona, so I was really happy she was up for it. No, that's she sounds great, um, and um, and she really brings that poem to life, or the lyrics to life. Um, and hurt was the first track. That's where you started from. Yeah, so that's about if anybody's been to Orkney at Christmas time, you will have heard of the bar, which um, which is a a game that's played up and down the streets of Kirkwall, our main town. Um, on Christmas Day and New Year's Day, and it's got no rules and it's pretty, it's pretty violent. Um, you should go on YouTube it if you've never heard of it. It's just, it's quite the spectacle. Um, but that was a poem, as I said earlier, in Arcadian dialect. Um, and it's by Kevin Cormack, who's a, an amazing poet and musician from Orkney. He actually lives in London now, I believe. Um, but yeah, um, really loved that one by Kevin there. And um, it, it's, well, I'm just really, really very impressed by uh, the kind of scope and the sound and the range. And just like I said before, it feels like you're suddenly uh, inhabiting a much bigger sound world um, than before. Um, not that I'm not saying I felt very limited. I don't want to say that because <laughs> I'm sure that you're going to do it all you know you're not gonna stop being a duo or um, no. you know stop being in a folk quartet but um but this is just outstanding i think great idea of yours to yes. do it but then you know you've always been one for ideas haven't you thanks max it's so lovely to hear that you're enjoying it yeah it's it's really fun just to to explore and have the opportunity to do that and i think when you get a commission in that is just so free the when the brief is so free and you have the option of using so many musicians you have to take it and see what happens and um yeah it's just a, an amazing chance to explore new ideas and i guess it's what i always strive to do in, in all of my work is just try and find something new and um, whatever I'm doing, so. Well, um, um we're going to go into the second triage. That's what it's not really called a triage, but somebody somebody said to me, "Look, you're working with two other people. I call that a triage." And I thought, "Well, you've never been. To you've never been to hospital anyway." Um, okay, so we're going on to Venus as a boy, which we must discuss, particularly given current Scottish politics. Interlude, and silence. So, um. Bear with us, and uh, that's what people are going to hear. But first of all, we're starting with Venus as a boy. <laughs> 